Psst. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Cut! I heard you were craving a new D&D podcast to obsess over. Cast Party is exactly what you're looking for. Picture this, Hollywood meets fantasy, as cast and crew members from an LA film set are whisked away to the enchanting realm of Vendrea. It all starts with a spell, a single line from a movie script, triggering a mind-bending plane shift that transports our party from a movie set to a world of magic monsters and mayhem. Join us as the cast and crew navigate this new reality, armed with powers they still don't know how to comprehend. Immerse yourself in this fully sound designed podcast and enjoy the mishaps, the magic, and the unexpected friendships that form as they journey through a land they thought only existed in movies. If you're craving an adventure that is the perfect balance of comedy and tragedy, Cast Party is your next must-listen podcast. Find us on all major podcast platforms. Don't miss out on your new favorite D&D podcast. And action! Welcome, friends, to the Oxventure D&D podcast. It's a Dungeons & Dragons podcast where we listen to episodes of Oxventure D&D and talk about them. I'm Jane, I play Prudence the Tiefling Warlock. And I'm Mike, and I play Egbert the Dragonborn Paladin, who's been busy recently. Very busy. Yeah. (laughs) In this episode in particular, this week we're listening to Missed Opportunity which went out last week on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Oxventure, and is episode seven of the current season. So it is uh, an Egbert-centric episode, which is why we've got Mike joining us. Hi, Mike. Hello. How's it going? And also, I wasn't in this one, so I have a perspective as an outsider, as a spectator. Mm. And we need you, of course, for the ultimate insider perspective, what's going on in Egbert's uh, dragon noggin. Yeah, not much, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Little walnut brain rattling around in there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, like a T-Rex, right? Like tiny, tiny, tiny brain inside a massive head. (laughs) Like a golden T-Rex. Yeah, exactly. We'll listen to that episode uh, in just a second. First of all, though, how are you doing, Mike? It's been a while since you've been on the podcast. It is. Yeah, it has been a while. Um, Yeah, good, good. Very busy. We've been very busy. And we always say this, probably, I'd imagine. um, When are we not? When are we not busy? Um, But there's been a lot going on. Obviously, we have now wrapped filming the the ox venture season so That's we, a wrap on we season know where it's four. going yeah um yeah. and uh there's lots to be excited about there and yeah all sorts of other stuff going on really um you know we've been looking at the christmas challenge stuff on on outside xbox so that's been a lot of fun we're getting in the kind of festive mood very very busy just <laughs> so much stuff. <laughs> andy and i say pretty much the same thing every week where it's like what have you been doing and you're like oh, working almost exclusively work. working 
Yeah. It's that bad. That uh, seems bad. I played I've played some games. I've been playing the new Need for Speed game and getting very excited about the dress oh, up yeah. options. You sent me some pictures. Yeah. Late one evening, Mike was like, I've spent all my time on Need for Speed. I'm into streetwear now, up. Jane. <laughs> Basically. I'm heavily into streetwear now. I was like, I would wear this. Yeah. And I would also wear this. There were some very cool leggings. And what else did you send me? Some very good yellow sneakers. <laughs> oh, the yellow I actually have a pair of yellow high tops that look a bit like that. So I was yeah. very pleased that they were in there. And a sort of NASA pullover that says sign scientific odyssey yeah. which is so dope what is the new need for speed game first of all so it's called need for speed unbound uh it what's interesting about it they're not going for sort of realism per se it's it all the characters are sort of these stylized cartoony kind of cell shaded characters and when you're driving the car around like the tire smoke is all cartoony and if you go over a big jump some like hastily scribbled wings pop out of the car and things like that so it's going very stylized but it's also just got like a ton of fashion options and I think definitely within the first hour of play, I spent more time dressing up my character than I did actually driving the cars around. Are these all like licensed garments? Yeah. They look like things that I there's could buy from, IRL. There's stuff from Versace in there and all sorts. It's it's, it's bizarre. Okay. But yeah, these are all like licensed brands. And as a pro tip, I, I can't imagine there's going to be like a ton of crossover between people who listen to the Oxventure podcast and people who are going to play Need for Speed Unbound. But if you are that person, that single person, who Who's is not Mike? Who the is not me? Yeah, Mike. the one yeah. person other than me. My pro tip would be that not far after the prologue, you like lose all your money. But what you can do is spend all of the money you earn in the prologue <laughs> on clothing, and then you get to keep it for the whole thing. So that would be my recommendation uh, to Don't... protect your protect your savings by yeah, spending it all on streetwear. By spending it all on streetwear. This That's is financial advice yeah. with Mike Channel. So. The only problem is, is I'm now going to have to actually go to a lot of these brands and buy a load of streetwear and you'll you'll see me ah. uh, dressed extravagantly on the next next year's yeah. shows. Some serious like YouTuber <laughs> looks here. Oh, yeah. Brightly coloured YouTuber streetwear looks. Playing dress up is my favourite bit of that game. You're going to be in a car most of the time though. How much do I get to see of this So it kind of, at, at the start of the race, it kind of zooms past the car and you see your okay. character like fine posing and, and um, vamping in the car and then at the end you do a little like celebration thing if you win so okay so you can't get out of the car per se no you can't run around in your streetwear okay your streetwear where will never touch the street i like that they're doing it like i now think well like why don't more games let me just dress up my character in ex- expensive clothes there's a cost of living crisis and i can't afford expensive clothes <laughs> in real life so i'm gonna buy them all in need for speed instead so that's what i've been up to cool uh, what have I been? I've been playing Townscaper, which is actually kind of an oh, old yeah. game. It's like a kind of art tool toy sort of a is it soothing creative and application. Yes, it's extremely lovely. It's um, it's a little art game where I'm playing it on Switch. You build a town, sort of semi procedurally, semi manually, in the middle of a kind of open, calm ocean, mm. and you just kind of pop little houses together, and when you join a certain number of houses or a certain number of stories in a certain conjunction in a certain position. Like maybe it becomes like a pier or a tower or a bridge or a garden. And it's it's just lovely. And it makes you feel creative, even though your interaction is very minor and light touch. But uh, it's very, very soothing. And I needed something cozy and soothing. I followed its development on Twitter. I follow like occasionally follow like sort of games being in development because it's just kind of interesting to see those updates. And so I watched Townscaper go from what appeared to be like a kind of quite aimless tech demo 
into a game that is almost exactly the same. Like there's no, they, there's not really, like you say, there's not really any game to it, but it's just very, very pleasing placement of stuff, right? I mean, the, yeah. is there any kind of incentive whatsoever, any kind of reward system or anything? It has, I don't want to say it has massive hidden depths because obviously it is kind of as you see it, mm. but it has little hidden depths in that um, I only recently found that, you know, you can make gardens if you arrange the buildings in a certain way and you can create paths if you create holes through the buildings. They kind of create little archways. That's cool. And so you might just be like noodling around with it and then and discover a new feature i suppose nice so so yeah that's it it's it's unless unless there is an entire rpg layer that i have <laughs> somehow overlooked that's the entire game but it cost me like 6 pounds so no of course and i you know I, the the goal is aesthetic uh what else have i done oh i went to the natural history museum nice and uh, they put a, a festive christmas jumper on the t-rex that is, is incredible the most adorable thing i've ever seen <laughs> worn by a t-rex it's got tiny little knitted sleeves oh, so it's a, for its tiny it's arms. a custom made charity christmas jumper and yeah it's got teeny tiny little sleeves and it's an animatronic t-rex it's not oh, just a, a big skeleton or a big model wow. so it's got this extremely to my eye realistic sort of animatronic sequence like yes. routine but at the same time it's wearing, it's wearing a hilarious christmas jumper so that was great and also they have dippy back do you remember dippy yeah the diplodocus i have yeah. i've slept beneath its neck oh um, you did the you did, the, did the dino, yeah, dino sleepover once yeah. upon a time it was incredible it was, it was a birthday gift from my my wife and by complete surprise uh luke was there as well <laughs> oh i mean that is unsurprising to me yeah that luke no was at a dinosaur sleepover but we on, party we, but we were on the, uh, the exact same date and had no idea it was really funny oh this wow was, this was years ago and, and the you most... just parked your sleeping bag next to luke yeah and then you're like oh hi it was a bit like that yeah um and then uh the most magical thing uh was at the end they let you out just before they let people into the museum for that day's you know museuming they sort of kicked us all out at like 8 a.m and it was snowing outside oh. as they opened the big doors that is magical. to let us out. So it was a wonderful evening. For people who don't know the Natural History Museum, it's an incredible building, like a cathedral to nature. And the main hall as you enter has, or used to have as a, you know, it's kind of central resident, this Diplodocus, you know, skeleton, mm -hmm. not really a skeleton, but you know what I mean. And the sleepover thing was, the premise was you get to sleep underneath it. Yeah. But were you vying for like the best position? Under I guess the we were, but we got it. You know, we were right at the front, right. Whoa, like, right under his yeah, face. The choice spots, yeah. <laughs> the prime good. real estate, amazing. Well, they've returned Dippy to to the Natural History Museum, but not in the main hall where there is currently uh, a a whale, whale, you know, a yeah. big big blue whale skeleton. Which is not as good, let's be honest, as as a dinosaur. Whales aren't history yet. Whales exist uh, currently. Nearly. They're yeah. very they're very nearly history, <laughs> Almost. but currently yeah. they are. The present. Anyway, that was my um, festive trip to the Natural History Museum. Perfect. Sounds good. Uh, shall we listen now to yeah, Missed Opportunity, the latest episode of Oxventure D&D, Season 4, Episode 7. And if you're listening to this podcast the day it comes out, of course, you can watch the very next episode, which is Episode 8, Ballot Time, mm. over at youtube.com slash Oxventure, so you don't even need to fall behind. Okay, yeah. let's listen. You stand on the deck of the Joyful Damnation, Mist Meyer spread out spl splendidly or perhaps sort of um, upsettingly mm. before you. You continue to contemplate the task ahead. The ben. task being go, go over there. Mm. Yep. Yep. 
Well, there it is, Egbert. Drink it in. Yeah. How does it feel to be back in the old, the old alma mater? Not great, to be honest, but we're going to press on. We'll see what they have to say. Mm. I'm giving them a chance. I'm giving them one shot to uh, to prove to me that they've changed. Mm. Anyone else have any misgivings about this plan before we head in? Um, the, the Dragon Door, everything they have said seems eerily reasonable, I would say. Mm. Uh, uh, we were in the library that time and they redacted some of their history, so there's a bit of a question mark over... Oh, they redacted their history? Yeah, I mean, remember, uh, pretty... when we were in the archives... I mean, well, I was, I was living it up at the casino, so... Oh well, yeah, I having thought, a much better time. I thought we caught you up on that, but well, I well, probably you, forgot. You were probably very hungover. Yeah, didn't directly relate to me or my interests. Coruscant <laughs> 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 was still hearing kind of like loud casino <laughs> music <laughs> in his ears. Yeah, his ears. Yeah. At a slight lull in the conversation, um, an enormous—you're getting quite used to this now—an enormous tentacle erupts from the sea, just kind of, and in its sort of in its own grip, there is a what looks like a big rolled up, it's almost like a ship's sail, it's so big. Oh. Um, and it starts to unravel, um, and the sort of some text appears, it says, I have uh, misgivings about this, actually, and then it kind of unravels some more, another tentacle kind of comes up and <laughs> unfolds more of it. Just gonna borrow prudence, be right back, and then um, kind of goes, whoosh, tosses the scroll over. <laughs> Uh, okay. Over into the ocean, it lands with a big splash, and then just kind of yeah. just grabs, <laughs> grabs, hold of, grabs hold of the tiefling warlock and just uh, drags her beneath the waves. Uh, but, but now, now, if Cthulhu has misgivings, well, does I that think mean we're on the right track. <laughs> the track? I think probably Cthulhu isn't super jazzed about one of his disciples spending a lot of time in a holy orders mm. religious. They might try to convert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. They look upon it and go mad. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. okay um, is there a gibbous moon in this guy? Uh, I'll just I'll just note that down. That will manifest later. Uh, <laughs> Corazon, All right, has Corazon has into held. the void. And the void also into him. I'm sure that'll be fine. We'll work out <laughs> what that means later on. All right, Egbert. Well, this obviously is a very important place to you. So I think we'll take your lead okay. on how we, how we proceed. All so right. Well, I, I, weapons, I think, no weapons? I mean, definitely bring weapons. Yeah, yeah. Bring weapons. I would bring weapons. Right. Okay. okay, weapons, got them. Yeah. I produce my magic cutlass. And sort oh, of not that one, no. Have a look at it. <laughs> no, you can <laughs> I still haven't figured out what it does yet. Just Should I wave it around on the deck a bit? Does anything happen? Am I sliced in half? Uh, well, <laughs> a I mean, it depends. Do you, do you try and cut Dove in half? Um, there's like it's it's it does look like a normal cutlass, but you've noticed there's something unusual about the handguard, where it's kind of like it's it's mm. it's a handguard, but then there's sort of like a lever, kind oh. of like um you know when people um are on a long journey and their horses get very thirsty and yes. they need to be topped up. Mm. There are these stations you can go to, and then they have these big buckets, right. um, and then they have these sort of hoses. And there's a big sort of squeeze handle, mm. and then water comes out to yeah. refill the, of the 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 bucket for the horse. Right. It's kind of the handguard is kind of just like a thing like that, and mm. it's, it's almost like a squeeze handle. Okay. Do you ever play that game where you try and get it to a complete piece of gold on the price? <laughs> it's a very it's a very popular game played up and down the, the main roads of Geth. The yeah, Magor's main Magor's. main roads. Yeah. Um, all right, I won't squeeze that just yet. But okay, you, uh, you can sort of give you give a little test, and you're like, that definitely, it definitely has a give to it. Yeah. But, so yeah, that's um, what that is. All right, gonna load up with some sort of cutlasses and shatter shields. Kind of 
are you doing are you doing are you having this conversation about how tooled up you're going to go in front <laughs> of the field or sure why not yeah okay he's kind of move like, i mean i did vouchsafe your um your entry to the city shatter shield are you bringing weapons well, yeah, I'm going home and I've got my weapons with me. Why would I? <laughs> so we're all bringing weapons. Yeah, so we're okay. bringing yes. all our weapons. Fine. Also, it's not just for you, you know. We don't know who's been on our tail. All right, yeah. yeah. That Fair sounded enough. almost convincing, Marilyn. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. Yes, good. Okay. Egg-wise, what's our situation? What's the plan? Are we leaving those bad boys in the hold on the joyful... I mean, if we were to take them into the Citadel, they could just be like... Our eggs now, idiots. That's yeah, true. Right. But we if we leave gave them out... you our word. We we are taking you into our protection and the eggs. Oh. You are free to leave whenever you wish. We will not do anything Shatter with the shield. eggs, but this is the safest place for them. I think, <sighs> all right, fine. Let's just take the eggs in. And if mm-hmm. they try anything funny, I'll stamp on them. All right. No, we can't do that. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he'll do it. He's yeah. dead into the void. Who knows what, who knows what he'll do? Yeah. Corazon! Cruel Corazon, please! No! Charisma performance check from you. <laughs> Charisma persuasion from you, please. I believe you would stamp on the eggs. <laughs> no! Oh, no, that's a three. <laughs> yeah, it's a nine. Yeah, nine, mine is seven total. Seventeen. But Shatter Shield just looks at you by the side. You just stop clowning, please. There's no need to threaten the eggs. I've given you my word. All right. Shatter Shield, can you please Mm. stop saying I've given you my word because within the walls of the dragon door that might mean something but out here in the rough world of adventuring that we live in yeah the real world yeah it's like yeah the school of hard knocks where we keep it real yeah in the paladin order of the school of life actually Shattershield it's like non-stop betrayal and heartache and pain lies and lies people lie alright I get it it's time to be real <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I know you've given your word, yes. but we got to take precautions. Yeah. We're taking, we, yeah. You've given your word. All right. We've given ourselves okay an exit strategy. Yeah. Fine. Yes. That's yes. I agree. Right. Great. That said, I can't even remember what weapons I have, so I'm just bringing my loot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Captain Shatter. Real. Let's go. You got him. You got him. All right. <laughs> got him. Um, do, right if, to his face. <laughs> if, if you have a rowboat, then we can go through the the portcullis. We have a robot. Rowboat. Oh, okay, yeah. Or we can go through the portcullis. Or does the Joyful Damnation have a rowboat? Yeah, does it? Like the, are there any lifeboats on the Joyful Damnation? <laughs> <laughs> no, it has a robot. <laughs> no, it does have a rowboat. Um, I lower the rowboat into the water from the side. Uh-huh. And um, anyone who wants a rowboat, I don't know if you want to. Seagull over there, or whatever you no, can see. Robot will be fine. Robot will be fine. So, so we didn't actually settle the egg question. Are we to bring yeah, them with us? Yeah, they're coming. They're coming with us. Okay. So, so I guess we have to like get them over the side as well because mm-hmm. they're in a large egg box. We'll probably need a couple of boats because there's a few of us. So. <sighs> yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. But I'm going in the boat with the eggs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm bringing mm-hmm. Percy Junior. Okay. Well. Percy Jr. is growing up quite fast, by the way. He's sort of like... <laughs> right. then he's still shoulderable. He's still shoulderable. Yeah, but he's kind of Goes like, immediately through the floor. Of you're both a bit like, oh, God. Like he's, he's the si- I'm going to say he's the size of a small dog now. Oh, oh wow. wow. <laughs> Again, there's a grown. <laughs> I feed him treats a lot. <laughs> cool. He's, no, he's still trim. You know, he's still got a good tuck. Okay. He's in fine condition. Not great. Um, 
Okay, Shattershield pointedly goes in the rowboat without the eggs in it. Okay. And he kind oh, of sits okay. there right. with, the, with yeah. his, his yeah. shield on his back and he's got sure. like a mace across his knees. He's just sure. like... Expecting right. to be rowed, I see. <laughs> yeah. I toss an oar to Shattershield. <laughs> I say... Make yourself useful. Yeah. Make yourself useful, Shattershield. Come on. Fine. On yes. my... Yes. Yeah. Wait, I, I, can I do the... Can I do the drum? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> we had to offload one of the eggs <laughs> to make room for the drum. <laughs> this is... <laughs> What kind of rowing this is, not con- is this? <laughs> this is not conducive to good rowing. Oh, that. You get you you approach the um you approach the the portcullis which is down, um and Shattershield turns and goes, "You there? Hello!" to someone on the on the wall who's like, "Hello, who is that?" It is I, Captain Shattershield, with. Uh, guests of the Dragon Door, open the portcullis right away, Captain! Yells the voice, um, and uh, you hear a sort of a distant call, be like, "Oh, the portcullis!" And you hear like jigga as people start, you know, turning capstans to try and mm-hmm. turn, raise the portcullis. Um, and you see it kind of goes like, and there is like a horrible mechanical clanking. Followed by like a long silence, and then just an, um, maybe go round. <laughs> Pretty slick Frozen. operation you got here, Shattershield. Yeah, nice place you got. Way to open the door. Uh, I don't Would know if I work? want to use up my my good grease on this paladin <laughs> citadel. Uh, How, so it's not it's not high enough to go through then. No. Is there another entrance, Shattershield? He yells up. He goes, "What's the matter, man?" Just hear it. Terribly sorry, sir. Another tremor, sir. <sighs> We'd best go around. If we row to, if we just row to shore, then we can take. There's like a basically. You'll remember Miss Meyer is kind of like a walled, like mm-hmm. tiered citadel. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this portcullis on the on the the port side, um, but also around from there, there's kind of just like a long ramp that leads up and joins up with the 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 causeway ramp. To mm-hmm. the main gates of the city, which is where you came through before. Mm. Okay. Um, so there is an access path, but you can't row all the way in. Annoyingly, mm. we'll have to go on foot. <clears throat> it's interesting. Fine. I was doing some reading in my cabin, and mm. the book I was reading described Mister Meyer as a mechanical marble. Mm. Would you use the word marvel shatter shield to describe your portcullis? Would you say it was a marvelous portcullis? Well, clearly it's not working brilliantly. No. Right now, is it? No. No. If you can't even look after a portcullis, how can you look after an egg? You're looking after the eggs. <laughs> Again, I... Uh... All right. Egbert? Yes. You take the lead. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to keep roasting chat. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fine as well. Um, yeah, let's press on then. Okay. On foot. Uh, you start to press on on foot, um, and Shattershield kind of calls up for the drawbridge to be lowered. Um and sure enough, just it starts to come down. There's a very long kind of egg, uh, but you've got a long time to contemplate returning to Mistmire as the mm. drawbridge sort of starts to come down. And then eventually just boom, it goes flush with the sort of ramp up from the, the causeway. The tide is low right now, so there's just sort of like pools mm. of, uh, you know, water, one would suppose. <laughs> um, and then the city lies lies before you. All right. I look at Shattershield and say, woo! You did it! Great drawbridge lowering. Came all the way down. 
charisma performance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Shall a we? mechanical yep. marvel, I would say. <laughs> Let's press on. He starts to walk through the streets. Uh, there are a couple of guards posted um, mm-hmm. here. Um, you notice one of them sees you and recognizes you. And like you see a hand go to a sword at his hip. He's, like, mm. He's clearly outraged that you're there. Shattershield holds up a hand and goes, ah, da, da. I've granted passage to this fellow. Yeah, Adida. <laughs> you can have inspiration for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very uncommon name. Adida, <laughs> Adida goes, he knows my name. <laughs> and he's like, very good, sir. Stands up. Well then, shall we proceed? Yes, are we heading to the keep? If that is agreeable to you. Mm, that's good. All right. He starts to, uh, you start walking through the streets of, of Mistmeyer. Um, which are familiar to you. Of course, you've been here before. Um, mm. uh, make me, if anyone cares to have a, a good look around, have a wisdom perception check, please. <laughs> yes. That's a three minus one is a two. Ah, <laughs> wonderful. 18. 15. 19. Okay. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's reasonable that you would be kind of a bit, a little overwhelmed being back here and walking Touch in. distracted. Yeah, like as yourself, not incognito. Mm. You feel sort of very exposed and that's probably quite overwhelming. So it's it's not your fault that you wouldn't necessarily notice anything uh, amiss about Miss My. The rest of you, um, you don't remember it being this sort of ramshackle last time you um, you came. There are, there's like, you're like, I swear that, that inn used to be open and mm. not dilapidated like the roof has fallen in on an inn mm. there was is another... that us though no. there was some hi- hijinks that sounds like involving <laughs> roofs i think there and, was some going yeah. down the chimney and convincing people that mm. they wanted to a cat i think that sounds yeah. right that sounds you were trying like to us. sell a cat mm-hmm. yeah you yeah. cast right. calm emotions yeah and yeah, yeah. you were dressed like a seahorse we didn't explode the roof or anything no okay I'd have no i would have remembered if we had done something as bad yeah. as explode a roof well there's the side of an entire building that's kind of been braced with with bits of timber shatter shield is pointedly not looking at any of this oh um, okay hard times shatter shield seems a little little more run down than last time we were here Yes, you could say we've come into some difficulty of late. I will discuss it with you all in private. Okay. Corazon, you... You'll remember that the last time you were in Mistmai, you kind of just slipped into, like, detective mode and saw some thieves' camp yeah, stuff. Yeah, there thieves' signs all over these walls. A lot of the... A lot of what you see on, on the walls, if you want to sort of do the same notice, is kind of people just being like... Is people bemoaning the state of the city and saying that they might try their luck elsewhere, actually. It's a bit yeah. like... You see one that's just like, Miss Myers, Miss Myers finished. Wow, okay. So this place really has fallen on hard times, I think finished. to myself. Hashtag Miss, Miss Myers over party. <laughs> I'm going to have that inspiration back on <laughs> No, you can keep I it. Swear. You can keep it. Adida, uh, you know what? Adida follows you up the causeway. He's kind of like... He's, he's, he's gestured along by Shattershield, probably mm. for comic relief. <laughs> um, you you proceed, yeah, you start to proceed through through the city and it, it, the the rest of the walk is much the same. You're just a bit like, dang, this place looks a little... Were there always this many dead cats? <laughs> <laughs> Not when I was selling them. Yeah. Or whatever I did. <laughs> <laughs> We've made some very poor policy decisions and we're trying to distract people. Um, 
uh, eventually you you get towards uh, a very familiar keep to you to you but and it's fairly familiar to you, to you mm. as well. The sort of like a well there mm-hmm. that was oh. very nearly poisoned. And, yeah. Um, Good times. Yeah. Good times. Uh, you saw a, a, an assassin's butt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good times. And he he ushers you into a, a meeting chamber. I'd like to reach out and touch one of the stone walls, please. Okie dokie. Uh, yeah, it's warm. Mm. Okay. Seems they've been spending all the town's money on heated walls <laughs> and walls. <laughs> Living pretty high on the hog, aren't you, Shattershield, while your people suffer? Well, I mean, he mentioned tremors earlier as well. And if there's geothermic heat. Mm. Oh boy. Okay, we're starting to piece together why Mr. Meyer is in such a state of terrible ruin. Okay. All right, lead on, Egbert. Okay. Um, well, Shattershield, we're here now. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I suppose we should discuss next steps, shouldn't mm. we? Mm-hmm. I still don't have a lot of faith that uh, your intentions with this this dragon egg are are entirely uh, entirely fair. Let's say. Well. You're not going to like what I have to say, but I believe that we are doing what is necessary. Uh-oh. And necessary doesn't always seem fair. I understand your concerns, and frankly, I will say that those sharing your concerns uh, in the order have grown in number of late. Hmm. And what have you done to address that? Well, so far, not much we've had. A couple of meetings. Uh, some people said that they, they could have just been a scroll, but I feel like they were important. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the order is divided on what to do, shall we say, uh, which is why we came to find these eggs with all haste once we realized that a gold egg was um, brought up again. Is it due to be discussed? Among the, the council? If you wish it, we can bring the whole council into this, or you and I can just talk it out. The point of fact is, um, he's kind of cut off at this point by a tremendous sort of like, you, you feel the ground beneath you start shaking. There is a tremendous like rumbling, and everyone's kind of, yeah, sort of just giving it one of these for a few seconds. And he like, he puts out a hand to sort of steady a goblet of wine on the table. It isn't happy, Egbert. I don't imagine it is. It wasn't happy when I was here. Yeah, we all know what happened yeah, when you were here. We do. Shall we show them? You want to take them into your confidence? Yes. <gasps> Very well. Confidence of Egbert. So <laughs> he, he reaches across the table um, and hands you, like, <laughs> it's a key that goes like, da-dunk. It's. Mm. An enormous key. He goes, mm. lead the way. All right, I'm going to grab that key. Let's head down into the depths. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a door that uh, Shattershield pushes door? open. <laughs> Duh, you, actually, that is a good one. There is a spiral staircase that. that goes down and 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 down. And down. Um, there are torches 
along the walls that are all like very well kept and trimmed and lit. This is clearly uh, an area that is is um, well maintained. Although at the bottom, sure enough, there is a door that is ex like very forbidding. It is like like solid metal, and you reckon it must weigh like a few tons. Like it's proper like mm. cast, like you know, wrought big boy door, basically. Uh, and there's a there's a hole in the door for a, such as a key might fit into. Mm. Egbert, yes. What's, what's behind the door? Is it scary? Let me show you. I'm going to put the key in the lock and I'm going to turn it mm -hmm. with all my might. Um, there is a gajunk noise that you haven't heard for quite a long time. Mm. Uh, but it's not, not since the accident. Nonetheless, it's a very familiar sound mm. because you've replayed that sound in your mind time and time and time and time again over the last few however long yep. span of times. I press the door open, right? Who's going to move to the back of the <laughs> So the door... We're all behind Egbert. <laughs> there is a rumbling sound as the door pushes open. Um, it's not It's not the metal scraping on, on stone. Uh, it's not uh, through, like misuse or poor maintenance in fact it, it glides very smoothly uh what you can hear is just the sheer weight of the thing making the hinges kind of go <sighs> this door is like obscenely heavy you you realize as it's pushed open it's about a foot and a half thick um and it opens out there is a torch casting a small pool of light um but beyond you is a, a very large very dark room you're it, and it just kind of, it's open. There are no like walls here. You can see the odd pillar, but we're talking just like a massive, sort of just massive room underneath Mistmire. Um, you can't see anything um, just now, but you get the sense that this, yeah, this is an absolutely vast space. Should we grab a torch and press on in, into the room? I don't know, Egbert, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's grab uh, a couple of torches from the sconce, okay. sconces and uh, head on in. So Egbert, you know, leads the way. Uh, you've all said you're kind of keeping a sort of bit more of a distance from him. Are you still proceeding along? But just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> remember, my, remember how much wisdom I've got. Just <laughs> you see, Egbert thinks it's fine. <laughs> so you can see this sort of flame, sort of in in Egbert's hand, um, kind of you know casting light ahead, but also kind of silhouetting him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you've got sort of the draconic shape of his head, and you know you've got like the mace and the shield and and all this kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of leading the way, and then uh, after a a number of paces, probably about 20, 30 foot, you see a glint of something in in the darkness. Um, the torchlight is suddenly kind of, it, it picks out a small pointed light, and then there's another one, and then another one, and then another one, and another one, and another one. And you can see sort of the glint of gold. And as Egbert kind of draws closer, you realize that these aren't individual points. They're all interconnected in an enormous web of scales. And before you, slowly you start to pick out the form of an absolutely enormous gold dragon uh, and suddenly there's kind of like uh like a charnel stink basically um sorry <laughs> 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 
Yeah. I know when you're nervous. <laughs> there is Sorry, pretty nervous yeah. back here. You just smell sort of like, you smell just like animal and like, yeah, we like don't need to go into it. Meat, <laughs> and you can hear just a kind of like, there's a low rumble, which you realize is uh, an intake of breath. And there's just a, like the, the air around you seems to vibrate um, as this dragon breathes in and then out. And just seems to be, seems to be just at repose. Egbert. But as Egbert kind yeah. of turns, you see the slightest reflection in the midst of what looks like a closed eye. Is there a golden dragon? That is exactly what that is, yeah. I thought I thought they were extinct and the order didn't have one, but there's one here. Yep. Yeah. They've had it for some time. Shattershield. Yes. Is it dying? We don't think so. But it's clearly unhappy. The tremors are well, it's it started thrashing about a lot, trying to find its way out. It's restless. Take a big step back. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, look, kind of turns to the restroom and says, Egbert here, a long time ago, raised concerns about the welfare of the dragon, saying that it was unfair to keep it down here, isolated and alone. And at the time, we said to him, look, this is what needs to happen. This is the last gold dragon. And until there are more, and we can try and bring the population numbers back to sustainable levels, this dragon will be hunted. It will die. For its own protection, we should keep it here. This is why Mistmeyer was founded. And at the time, we dismissed Egbert's concerns out of hand. We often do the same. <laughs> Things then got out of hand. I'll gloss over that for now. And Egbert was excommunicated. But it seems he left behind an ember of an idea, which has turned into a spark, which has turned into a flame. And as I say, the order is now divided on what we should do about and for this dragon. Obviously, the uh, arrival of the egg is a great opportunity for golden dragons, first and foremost. Obviously, yes, also for the dragon door, because our business is the preservation of golden dragons. But it also complicates things. We've drawn a lot of attention to ourselves. This egg has drawn a lot of attention to itself. That's where the dragon door stands with this. We don't know what to do about this egg. We feel like something should, nay, must be done about this egg, but we also need to do what's best for this dragon. And look, we're not- You call this doing what's best for this dragon? <sighs> this is you reaping what you, you've sown. Yes. Doesn't seem happy. No. No, it doesn't. Are there- And is that the fate you have in store for this golden egg? Look, I- No way. That's not necessarily what I'm saying. What are you What's your idea? Do you want us to give the egg to the dragon and it'll raise it down here in the dark? I... You don't have a plan, do you? You brought us here to make a plan. Make me a wisdom insight check. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 10. No, 11. Mm, that'll do it. <laughs> he just doesn't answer you. But okay, Ooh, all right. But yeah, the, you right. can see there's sort of like <laughs> obviously normally with like a, a scaly the scaly hide of a dragonborn. Like um, you don't see like you don't see things like veins pulsing very often. <laughs> Basically, you just see one go like. All right, Hector, you've you've got a steer on this whole situation. Yeah. What do you think we should do with this egg and this and this dragon? I don't think they've changed. I don't think they've changed at all. Is there a reason, Egbert and Shattershield, I want to ask you both, is there a reason that this dragon is down here beyond simply wanting to preserve its life from hunters and stuff? Do, do you gain some It benefit? powers the entire citadel. <gasps> that is an incidental feature. Oh, is it? It's I'm really, sure you no, barely even thought about no, it. No, really, it's, more of, it's more of a bug than here. a feature, I tell you. <laughs> um, no, he says, look. Barely factored into look, my thinking. Look, obviously it's a golden dragon. It generates a lot of heat. And sure, as we added to the citadel we found ways to harness some of that incidental power but first and foremost i tell you our concern is for the dragon and well i do not have i do not have the authority to decide this myself but if the council decides that the best thing for it is to remove it from this chamber let Miss Maya go cold. They will do it. I'm telling you. But you may not have much faith in us, but you may also remember your teachings and that the preservation of these magnificent creatures is at the heart of what we do. Yes. Mr. Shattershield, I have a question. Um, while I am interested Captain in here... Mr. Shattershield. Captain <laughs> Mr. Shattershield. Well, I think we're all excited to hear from the council. Uh, I feel like there's one voice in this conversation that we're not hearing that could be pretty important, and mm. that's of the dragon. What does mm. the dragon want? Does the dragon speak draconic? The dragon knows the risks of the outside world. The dragon's not dumb. It's not called the dragon dumb. It's called the dragon door. <laughs> can you speak draconic? I can speak draconic. I just can't read it. Do you feel comfortable asking the dragon? Will it just bite you clean enough if you approach <laughs> it? Or? I, can try and, I can try and speak to the dragon. I mean, just judging by its actions, I think I can tell what the dragon feels about it. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'd like, I'd like confirmation. In my mind, that's the casting vote. The dragon wants out. You can't yep. keep a living creature down in this prison yeah this is not good conservation space yeah we i value admit. freedom above everything else being a pirate and i think this is wrong and i value seeing a dragon explode out of a city above everything else <laughs> <laughs> your concerns are duly noted but you are willing to try but well as you surely know the dragon hasn't spoken to the order in over a hundred years good thing he's not in the order then isn't it? yeah so I wonder if he knows. I suppose. Okay, Egbert, I believe in you. You can do this. All right. I move behind a pillar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to advance and move closer to the dragon cautiously, really cautiously. All right. 
stealthily or just cautiously? No, just cautiously. Okay. I think fine. stealthily. If I popped up and went, hello, I think I might get <laughs> back <laughs> <and> slice swatted <laughs> across the room or something. Yes, entirely fair. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't shift or move in any like discernible way, but you feel a powerful sense of being regarded mm. descend on you. It's like you're suddenly pinned under a spotlight. Yep. And the thing is is listening to you. Well, sorry, it's it's paying attention to you. Okay. I'm going to try and greet it probably respectfully, like, you know, oh mighty golden dragon, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, politely. Um yeah. Uh hello, oh mighty golden dragon, sir. How's it going? <laughs> um, I move further behind. The <laughs> it's yeah. The the room shifts like the the stones beneath you. You feel them kind of move. It's not a tremor, but you're like, oh gosh. You know, like when someone steps onto a onto a, a rowboat, say. And you're okay. Like, oh. It's kind of that slight feeling, as the dragon just slowly lifts its head and turns and like this thing. Yeah, it, it properly is like it cranes all the mm. way up there. And then turns and just looks down on on Egbert. Um, the like the air around you positively vibrates, mm -hmm. and Egbert's like rose even do like a little flutter as uh, it it speaks. I remember you. <gasps> um, I would like to Good. discreetly cast comprehend languages. So <laughs> yeah, we we don't Fine, really yeah. know what's happening. We're just like um, I think I'd rather hear in Draconic. I think it'll sound cool. It is. Yeah. It is probably just like. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the digest later. I just want to yeah. enjoy um, the language. Yes, you cast comprehend languages. Subs, not doves, right? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Uh, obviously, the uh, the spell casting component is that uh, you have like a small grey pebble that you just pop in your ear. <laughs> It's got a yep. Things don't seem to have improved much for you down here since my attempt. I have lived a long time. Yeah. Yeah, in imprisoned, from what I can tell. These are but fleeting moments. Are you uh uh, why are you you thrashing around them? What's the what's changed? I grow restless. A sea change is coming to the land. I have sensed another. There is another. I have sought to find it, we but have. I sense it is close. Mm. Uh, we are currently uh, deciding, well, trying to decide what to do about this situation and what, what is the right thing to do. Do you have thoughts? I would have freedom. Psst. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. 
Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd miss forever. It's back and waiting for you. Cut! I heard you were craving a new D&D podcast to obsess over. Cast Party is exactly what you're looking for. Picture this, Hollywood meets fantasy, as cast and crew members from an LA film set are whisked away to the enchanting realm of Vendrea. It all starts with a spell, a single line from a movie script, triggering a mind-bending plane shift that transports our party from a movie set to a world of magic monsters and mayhem. Join us as the cast and crew navigate this new reality, armed with powers they still don't know how to comprehend. Immerse yourself in this fully sound designed podcast and enjoy the mishaps, the magic, and the unexpected friendships that form as they journey through a land they thought only existed in movies. If you're craving an adventure that is the perfect balance of comedy and tragedy, Cast Party is your next must-listen podcast. Find us on all major podcast platforms. Don't miss out on your new favorite D&D podcast. And action! Okay. But the little one would require protection. Could you offer that protection? Or do we need to offer that protection? I could to an extent. But if free, I must hunt. I must roam. That's fair. Leaves the small one vulnerable. Mm. What is the safest place for the egg? Because it is an egg. Uh, to to hatch. I no longer know. That's fair. <laughs> That's... In your terms, I have been down here a very long time. Mm. And if we were able to uh, release you from this prison, either with the agreement of the order or not, mm. is that is that what you want? Yes. Okay. I wish to feel the wind under my wings again. I wish to live in a land where gold dragons roam free. Me too. And are plentiful. Mm. Okay. Understood. Um, obviously, I'd imagine Shattershield heard that entire conversation and comprehended it as well, yes. probably. All right. He, yeah. You see, he's kind of like he's looking down, um, very solemnly. But I wouldn't say like disappointed. Mm. Like it, it looks like he is trying to process the grave importance of the thing he just heard. Mm. Uh, yeah. And if you had to guess, he probably also looks a little bit ashamed that they couldn't get any of this information out of the dragon. Fair. Shouldn't have kicked me out, Shield. Shouldn't have kicked me out. The Dragon Whisperer. That's me. <laughs> I said it's all in common, hopefully, that the dragon doesn't understand. Mm. <laughs> Don't get cocky. 
All right, look. There was a cost to your actions. Don't forget I that. I know, I know. I know there was. Um, you have this information now. Surely the council want to hear it from you, not from me. Yes. We must call them. Now? Now. Okay. So I got all of that. Hey, girls listening in. All right. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. I thought. Yes. If the dragon wants, can protect the little one, but not right. while it's out hunting. Mm. I mean, if the dragon were to have a new sort of living area and hunting ground and stuff, mm. the dragon door could maybe set up somewhere else in the in the open where the yeah. dragons can roam free and then when they could look after the little one while the big one is out. I think the current situation clearly doesn't, isn't working no, for I mean, them this, or anyone, no. really. But they could be more sort of caretakers rather than... Like sort of glorified like park ranger types. Yeah, yeah. babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> dragon babysitters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they, they worship gold dragons, right, in the dragon mm. door and value yeah. their preservation above all else, mm. all else even. But what's the point in preserving gold dragons if they're like if they can't be themselves if they can't be be dragons i agree entirely you're preaching to the to the choir here but what i would say is that um i also wonder whether the sorry state that this golden dragon is in at the moment has had an effect on the wider population of golden dragons Mm. i don't know entirely how it works but it may be the case either way i feel like this dragon needs to be free yeah Either the council are going to agree, or they're not going to agree. If well, they don't, they don't agree, agree, we beat their ass. <laughs> We're going to have to do we something about their it. Asses. But, but, but I, I don't think that's even our biggest challenge, because like we know what we the flow diagram there for a big gold dragon is easy enough. Mm. What we do with this the, the baby gold dragon is much harder, because this large golden dragon has, has sort of offered to protect it in a limited capacity, but, mm. you know, it's not... It's, parent and doesn't seem to want that responsibility. I don't think we should give up hope on trying to... Oh, we, the frozen one. Yeah, on, on like its... The, the white dragon. Yeah. On its, on its, on its but also mother. what I would say is I think, and I'm say, saying this, you know, aside from Chattershield, um, I don't think we can do this without the some degree of support from the from the from order. The order. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, time to win over the council. Yeah. Um, who sits on the council? Maybe we can do them political favours. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we can sneak into their beds at night, murder them, and replace them in disguise self. <laughs> I'm going so to assume this whole conversation has been in a huddle. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> With the, dra- yes. the dragon is watching. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is is offered as a, a respectful distance. Mm. Still just sort of having a, a think. Although he goes, ah, da, da. <laughs> Summon the council. So, Egbert, who sits the council? I don't know these days. It's been a long time since I've been here. True, but it's so various high-ranking members mm. of the of the order. Shattershield, yeah. so excited to meet the council. Um, mm. I'm going to fill in some of my um, Dragon Door Council autograph book. <laughs> who, who's, <laughs> whose signatures can I expect to bag this day, this wondrous day? Well, Shattershield says, holding out her. And obviously, I'm on the council, so I can sign that right away. Oh yeah, um, I fish around in my pockets for a scrap of parchment uh, and a quill. I think I've probably yeah. got something like that. Oh, he was kind of clearly expecting something better. Very well. 
Um, and then, of course, there's Drysdale, uh, Rowan, Hammerfist. Uh, and then... Um, Should we make it out to Dob? And put the date in case I ever want to sell it. Dob. Blah, 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 the date. To Dob. To Dob. To Dob. Great to meet you. Warmest. Warmest. Regards. Best regards. Fond. Fond. Regards. Fond regards. Fond regards. Fond warm. Platonic regards. Yeah, sure, sure. Don't get any ideas. Okay, do you want fond regards or do you want warmest regards? Just give it back. Just give it back. It's fine. All right, fine. Um, okay, and then right. finally, so, yeah, there is. What are the other signatures that I can add to this bad boy? Drysdale, Rowan, Hammerfist. Hammerfist is going to be there? Hammerfist will be there, yes. The Collectors Club is going to be very jealous when we next meet. <sighs> and then there's. Excuse me? Sorry, what? What was that last one? Chauncey. <gasps> Chauncey! Chauncey back to big promotion! <laughs> Sweet Chauncey made the council. Up that career ladder. Yeah, well, he's done very well for himself recently. Fucked his ideas up, clearly. Yeah. Yes, he's just returned from his honeymoon. Oh, oh, he's married. Oh, he made a, a fine match, did he? He did. Who's, Who's the, the lucky, lucky girl? Lady, or yeah. boy? It's Lady Fiange. <gasps> that is a smart that, match. Yeah. Wow. Yes, he's, he's, he's moving up in the world. Yes, he's done very well for himself. What a lovely wedding. Everyone was very pleased for him. You don't seem pleased, Shattershield. What do you, whatever do you mean? <laughs> Okay. Just getting the impression that you maybe you were emotionally invested in this. Why don't you give your warmest regards to minding your own business? Whoa! Actually, can you write that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Never mind. All right. So when? How can we? When will the council convene and where? We will at attend this meeting and convince them. The yeah. hour is late. Surely we should all get some sleep first. Fine. Yes. We yeah, can we'll convene. all counsel better in the morning on a full stomach of hearty breakfast. Yes, we can convene in the morning. We should find a place that is agreeable to you to lodge you and to keep the eggs. Yes. Mm. Yeah, you, well, some ni your nicest rooms, I guess. I think, yes, we'd all do well after some rest. Mm. So. Mm. Presumably the council members also sort of live and reside within the keep. Of mm. course they do, yes. Okay. Cool. All right. There'll so, be quarters in the keep. Yeah. Yes, we can. We can quarter you in the keep. You have the freedom of the citadel. Good. You are our guests. Great. All right. right let's, well, um... yeah, I could. Ah, oh boy, I'm beat. Oh, I could use a long creepy. night of shut eye. I yeah. say, fully intending to track down some council members <laughs> and change their votes. Change their votes. Yeah. If we can the next day. Yeah. I'm sure, you'll be looking forward to some shut eye shield. <laughs> Yes, that's very good. Uh, <laughs> yes. He liked it. <laughs> I must rest. I am terribly vexed. Mm. Oh, he's vexed. No. <laughs> Could we maybe do this upstairs? You're embarrassing me in front of the most important thing. <laughs> now. Yeah, sure. All right. Let's okay. um, let's get situated in our quarters mm. and then have a guild meeting to discuss. Yes. yes. All righty then. So you are placed in... Um, in a, like there, there are some pretty nice rooms actually. It's um, a lot of the time, um, paladins of the Dragon Door will be sort of assigned to like uh, like teams almost. Um, so there, there are kind of apartments. So there is like a central room which is like you know a meeting meeting table mm. and it's you know where you can take your meals and stuff. And then there are bedrooms that come off of those. All of the 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 bedchambers are, are like fairly aesthetic, mm. like. Mm -hmm. 
they're they're not uh, finely decked out, but they're comfortable enough. There's you know like a bed. There's yeah. a a stand with a candle on it. There's a wash basin, that kind of thing. And there's a common room where you can all that, yep, together. In, yeah, yeah, just in the middle, uh, which is a little bit nicer. There's a, a a tapestry on the wall of a dragon. So if there's different like, kind of houses within the dragon door, presumably the council members mm. each sort of head up one of these houses. Is that how it works? Is that how it works, Egbert? Yeah, well, I think that's that's the structure, isn't it? They'll certainly have their own. How many names were there on that list? Of, uh, five. list? Five, five, including Shattershield. Yeah. So oh, including Shattershield. Well, we're yeah. not going to change Shattershield's mind, and we don't need to because we know Shattershield's a safe vote. Shattershield, yes. Drysdale, Rowan, Hammerfist, and Chauncey. All right. I say we each take one of the other four. Okay. Go change some hearts and minds. Well, yeah. Let's just um, make sure we're all on the same page about what the outcome is that we're trying to achieve. Oh, I okay. Think, yeah. I, we want the we want the Paladin Order to. We want them to release the dragon that they have at the moment, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, wh- whatever the consequences for for Mistmire, they'll you know they'll have to work around. Mm. But we also want their commitment to yes uh, to protecting a free young golden dragon, a right? new form of dragon protection mm. for a new Geth. Exactly, mm-hmm. you've written the slogan already. Yes, for them. Yeah. yes. A new kind of dragon protection that adapts to the dynamic <laughs> of the world in which we find ourselves. To your active lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> Fits right into your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. we want like we want them to be like conservationists rather than prison guards. Exactly. Yes, that's yeah. it. That's exactly. It. That. Yes, yes, yes. But prison guards is one of the terms that we're. It's in the column of like we try to avoid talking <laughs> yeah. to the council members. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I I will um I have some experience with Chauncey, so I will I will visit with Chauncey. Okay. Tom, mm-hmm. you seemed very excited by the presence of Hammerfist. Oh well, yeah, but not really. Uh, <laughs> but I'll take Hammerfist. Sure, I get you know, fine. Yeah, Hammerfist. That leaves Drysdale and Rowan. So I guess well, I'll I mean, take Rowan. Sounds pretty elfy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Drysdale sounds very dry as hell. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I go talk to, I'll go talk to Drysdale. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like we have a we have a plan. Yeah. 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 Let's ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's yeet it into space. <laughs> the hour grows late. Um, you are you you are fed in in your your chambers as you sort of are making this plan and um, sort of uh, divvying divvying up the uh, the council members. Uh, Egbert, you are you are pleased to hear a faint bugling. Um, mm-hmm. The, because obviously the city is very large, but tiered sound travels quite well, mm. so messages are often often relayed around um, uh, around the city by just like you know musically, um, mm-hmm. and there is a basically a communique um, uh, just saying Egbert the careless is in the city is not to be harmed is is a guest of the order um, <laughs> answerable to the kill on site <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> answerable to the council. Um, Basically, they, it's an all-points bugle. They put out an APB on you. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're not going to be harmed. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I really... And yes, you are. The, basically, then uh, this the citadel starts to quiet down. Uh, the sun, the sun's set. Um, obviously, space comes right down. <laughs> Everyone puts on their uh, their, their personal oxygen supplies. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's great, and it's really conducive to uh, to high grade fantasy role play. <laughs> and you are free to start enacting your plan. All right. Mm. Okay. Who's feeling daring? With whom shall we begin this uh, 
this strange diplomatic mission. Mm -hmm. I'm going to head out. All right. Yeah. Relatively stealthily. Not so, not like crouch running, but just kind of like gently padding through the corridors. Okay. Make me a, a deck stealth check. All right. Because I think it's safe to say that even if people only catch a glimpse of you, you are fairly distinctive, oh, especially yeah. now that the whole city's been told you're here. Well, that's a good job I rolled an 11. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you quiet your footsteps a bit, but you basically, you just stroll down the, the corridor <laughs> being like, this is easy. Why does Corazon make such a big deal out of this? And, like, you're seen by a whole bunch of people, mm. basically. But just your feet aren't slapping the way they normally do, like right. a massive ducks. Plat, 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 And you come to, uh, I suppose, mm, you would know where the council chambers are, mm. I reckon, or like where the, the, the different like council yeah. apartments are. That's not going to change. Yeah, no, that's not going to change. Um, and you can see that, like, there is. Um, a crest with like Drysdale mm -hmm. on on the door. Um, this would lead into the common room, and then the bedrooms would be coming off of it, much in the same way as, as your apartments would be. Mm. How are you going to proceed? Uh, I might listen next to the door first of all, as long as I'm not being watched or mm -hmm. the door's not being guarded. It's not being guarded. Um, yeah, I'm just going to listen into the door and just check if if Drysdale's there or if anyone else is there. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I'm going to leave that. Make me a. Uh... Uh, wisdom perception it's check, always please. Wisdom, I know. That's a five minus one is a four. Quiet as a mouse. <laughs> Absolutely. You can just stroll right on in there. I stroll right on in there. Okay. Uh, Drysdale is having dinner with <laughs> with like Damn five it. other dudes. Damn. <laughs> Damn these tiny dragon ear holes. Only, only one, is, <laughs> one is dragon born, the other four are human. Hello. <laughs> He's, one of them just pushes back off the off the table, um, has a has a napkin tucked into his. Are you gonna finish that? Bad. I've lost my appetite. Okay, he I, throws it on the desk and storms out. Slams his bedroom door behind him. I sit down and dig in. <laughs> Drysdale kind of is is there with a glass of wine and something goes. Oh no! Please do join us. Thank you. No, I did already. That was. Largely my point. Yes. Okay. And now here comes the politician. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. now, please vote my way. <laughs> and now for the subtle arts. <laughs> to what do we owe this pleasure? Um, Egbert the careless. In between mouthfuls, I'm like, it's been a while, hasn't it? Mm. Yes, it has. Mm. Since your disgrace. <laughs> I mean, disgrace is such a strong word. And yet... Accurate. Very I accurate. agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, there have been some developments in that regard, uh, but I don't want to tell you in front of all these other paladins. I think it's for your ears only. You might. You will have heard the the all points bugle that went out earlier. Yes. Um, I can't say we were thrilled to hear it, but we will obey. Yeah. I need to speak to you in private, but after dinner. Oh, tremendous! Great. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Pass the wine, please. <laughs> You've got to catch it. <laughs> yeah. There is a very, very tense meal. Like, like do I just notice like, how tense it is? No. <laughs> there's just a sort of like, there's this occasional scrape of cutlery as people are like eating the smallest morsels. Well, like, you don't enjoy just... it because this stuff's delicious. This is way better than I usually get. Ship's biscuit all the time. Another, another one just goes... <laughs> <laughs> um... um 
And if I slide over to their chair. So then this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ran out of the barrel and I was covered in piss. So there I was. That was great. Um, Eventually, the meal is is demonstrably over. Mostly because you've eaten everything on the table. Licked every plate. (laughs) Dry as well goes, just nods at the other, just like, and they leave, and you have the room together. Speak your piece. Look, Drysdale, I know we never saw eye to eye, mm. but uh, two things have occurred. One you're probably aware of. Mm. One you might not be aware of. Mm. Uh, the thing you're probably aware of is that there is a golden dragon egg in Geth for the first time in I don't know how many hundreds of years. Yes. That's come up. Yeah. The second thing is that we spoke to the dragon below Mistmire. Who's we? Well, me, directly, but Shattershield was there and can vouch for what the dragon said. That's not funny. And also my pirate friend can cast Comprehend Languages. So he heard it as well. It's not really relevant to the story, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he was just interested. Curious, you might say. Um, he doesn't. He, you can see he doesn't believe you. Okay. Um, regardless of whether or not you believe me, uh, there will be a there will be a vote called tomorrow from the council with, uh, in terms of what to do about the dragon below Mistmire, and I'm going to need you to vote to release it. It is not happy, and things are only going to get worse around here. You already you felt the tremors. You've seen. The gates and the portcullises and the drawbridges not working effectively anymore. You felt that the walls are getting cooler. You've got a lot of nerve coming here and saying this to me, you realise? Yes, I know. I know what I did. And you know one of them was one of mine. I know, I'm sorry. It was never my intention. The dragon under Mistmire is the dragon under Mistmire. If it isn't under Mistmire, it isn't the dragon under Mistmire anymore, is it, my boy? No, but this isn't the order of the dragon under Mistmire. This is supposed to be about the preservation of golden dragons. Don't talk scripture to me. I... (laughs) You have to change. This is not working anymore, obviously. Charisma persuasion check, please. <laughs> that is a critical 20. Oh, crit, 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 yes! <laughs> I suspect the only number that would have worked. <laughs> I rolled an 18 as well. Wow. Oh. I see his jaw working. Oh, he's like, he's practically audibly grinding his teeth. Mm. I will think on it. You do that. And if Shattershield can vouch for this ridiculous tale about the dragon speaking to you and... He heard it with his own tiny ear holes. And it wants its freedom. It wants its freedom. It's time. You've got to let it go. If he can vouch for your story... And we'll do as you say. Thank you. 
And thanks for dinner. It was delightful. <laughs> if I ever see you again after this is resolved, hmm. I'm going to kill you. You know Shattershield said I could rejoin the Order. <laughs> get out. <laughs> I get out. <laughs> oh, I've been such a stir. I love it. <laughs> One. <laughs> Who's next? Oh yeah. Um. I yeah. Is there like a uh, a list of like who's in which rooms or anything? You know, it's like you get a um like a fire plant. Fire. <laughs> yeah, fire. You know, like where, um at like Oxford colleges and stuff, they have a list. I do of very well. Yes. Indeed. Your alma mater. My alma But it's like who's occupying which rooms and things like yes, that. Yes, of yeah. course. Yes, naturally. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Just yeah. Which one is is Chauncey in? Let me figure that out. Oh, you mean it, it, like within the apartments? Which one? Yeah, I'd like to know sort of which um, group of rooms Chauncey is. Ah, I see. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can find you can find the group of rooms uh, easily enough. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just like to. <laughs> Anyone's in? What time is it? Is if, are they likely to be in bed at this point? Yes, they are. Okay. In which case, I don't knock. Okay. I let myself in sneakily. All right. Sure. I'm going to say there's some light lock picking involved. Okay. Just because that's a roguish thing to do. Right. The uh, the room is uh, the the sort of the, the common area um, is empty. Um, it is lit by a fire that is sort of burned down mm-hmm. to uh, a fair a fair way. But um, yeah, you you have you have the run of the place. Okay. Is one of the doors more ornate than any of the others off this? Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, is the one dead ahead, uh, and it is just a lot. It's a double door, ah, whereas the others are all just sort of single. Um, you would, it, it's it's dollars to donuts. That is the um, That's the Chauncey room. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's listen at the door and see if I can hear if anyone's talking or if there's any sort of snoring or anything like that. Okay. Maybe with some perception check, please. All right. Nine. You are almost certain that as you put your ear to the door, you hear the snick of an arrow being loaded into a crossbow. Mm. All right, I'm going to back away from that door. <laughs> um, okay, are there windows in this common room? Not really, no. Windows, no. Very interesting. It's very much the inside of the keep sort of sort of deal. All right. In that case, I would like to sort of lean back from the door and sort of open it. Oh, I'm on the other side of the door uh-huh. and I'm opening uh-huh. it towards me. Just a, just a fraction, mm-hmm. just a fraction. And then I'm going to see what happens. Nothing happens. Okay. <laughs> Go down like this. <laughs> it's very dark in here. Um, oh, damn it. But... <laughs> A little bit of light is being thrown sort of by the fire, and you don't see it glinting off anything metallic. Um, and in fact, mistaken. now the door is open, you can sort of hear a kind of high-pitched sort of keening sort of snoring noise. <laughs> oh, okay. I must have been wrong. Um, okay, is, is Chauncey alone, or is he with his lovely new bride? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good to put up with this snoring situation, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, no, Lady Fianga is, is, is there. They are, they are asleep together. Damn. Lady Fiango obviously is one of is a, one of those snorers goes like me, 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 me. <laughs> I need to 
get Chauncey out of here without disturbing Lady Fienge. My idea is mm-hmm. to kidnap Chauncey and replace him in the castle. <laughs> 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 of course. Very well. Very well. Good. So, okay. pirate diplomacy yeah. in action here. <laughs> hmm. I think his favourite lullaby. That's guaranteed to wake up Lady Fiona. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's her favourite She likes to party. Yeah. She, likes, she, likes she to party. does she like to party. party. Yeah, actually, she does like to party. I'm going to say that you, you, there's a, you can smell like wine in the air. Okay. So you think they've probably had a few they've drinks? Probably a They're few. probably still celebrating their nuptials. So, oh, know. hopefully not right at this moment. No, they're asleep. <laughs> okay. And clothed. Chauncey <laughs> <laughs> obviously wears like a nightcap yeah. with a little. Are we really winking? Oh, obviously, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay, I'm gonna see if I can uh, haul Chauncey out of out of bed, <laughs> but hand over the mouth. Okay. I don't know. Like, I don't want him waking up his wife, basically. So, how committed to the bit are you? You're going to get into his bed and, and sleep there for the rest of the night? <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, disguise self only lasts an hour, so I don't want to uh, do point. it yeah. right, when I get, right when it's time for the council. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, all right. I'm going to sneak in and see if, I mean, if he's, if he's drunk, maybe he'll just sort of go along with it. I don't know. I'm going to see if I can get him out of it. Okay, all right. Um, let's make this. Hmm. I kind of want to make this dex acrobatics. Okay. Because you're kind of, you know, like when someone's a dead weight and you've got to be like, whoop. Yeah. There's a lot of kind of dexterous movement in there. I'm going to roll wisdom perception. I'm going to roll this at a disadvantage because Chauncey drunk. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in Robin Hood, the Disney one, when Mm. they try and get like the sack of money out from under (laughs) the sleeping (laughs) Indian's job. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got a 19. Nice. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if I'd rolled with advantage, you would have you would have absolutely aced this. Chauncey okay. is dead to the world. Like his <laughs> his lips are crimson right. with red okay. wine. Chauncey. Uh, all right. <laughs> are you dragging him up by the feet or the head? Uh, trying to get under the arms. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. But with a hand over the mouth. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's just like just he's completely spangled. Okay. <laughs> right now, where to stash Chauncey? <laughs> Um, mm. want somewhere where he won't be able to raise an alarm when he does wake up. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't feed him to the truck. Not feed him. <laughs> just put him in there. <laughs> um, I'm gonna eat him. That dragon. Put him in the guardrobe or something. Yeah. When I was looking at the uh, the occupancy, were all these rooms occupied? Yes, they were. Okay. How far is my room from here? It is. I'm gonna say you've got three upsettingly long corridors to go down. <laughs> okay. Where you're going to feel sort of... Grease him up! <laughs> well, okay, I'm going... What I'm going to do is I'm going to haul Chauncey upright with an arm around my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk down the corridor being like, yeah, yeah, we've all had a few. I'll, so I'll get him back to... I'll get him... He needs to have a, a glass of water. If anyone comes across us, I'm going to okay. act like Chauncey is drunk. And I'm helping <laughs> oh, weekend at yeah. Chauncey's. We'll weekend at Chauncey's. <laughs> Very good. All right. Um, sure, you start proceeding down the corridor. I'm going to say about halfway there, somebody does indeed come across you. There's a guy uh, on patrol. Um, he's, you know, just your standard dragonborn paladin, tiny yeah. ear holes, big dragon head. 
He's like, what's going on here? Oh, Sir Chauncey, he's had a, he's had a few too many. You know how he can't handle his drink. Um, it's a big council meeting tomorrow. I'm trying to get him back to his his quarters, but he needs to have a drink of water or something first because, I mean, he's going to be useless tomorrow if he doesn't. All right. Uh, Charisma persuasion check, please. Uh, hey, 17 plus 3, 20. Okay. <laughs> 20. So 10 minus 1, obviously. Uh, <laughs> is a 9. Goes, All right, well, yeah, on you go. Yeah. 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 Blimey. I know. It's the red wine that does it for him. Oh, yeah. Well, he's been he's been on the sauce ever since he got married. Yeah, well, you so. know. All right. Couldn't believe his luck, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on a sec. His chambers are that way, aren't they? Yeah, and no, I'm taking him to get some water first. He's not got water in his chambers. None that I could see, no. Just I just thought I'd go down to the well and get some fresh. Oh, all right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll prop him up against something. You know, he's dead to the world at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Have a good one, then. Yeah, you too. Right, you too, mate. Yeah. Watch out for naked assassins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good one. Yeah. I don't think he knows who you are, but he's yeah. like... I think it just finds that it, funny. It's just become a thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just become, become a, a turn of phrase. In yeah, the, in the yeah. It's, yeah. An <laughs> it's a new innuendo. Yeah. Watch out for naked assassins. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you, this has gone alarmingly well. You get Chauncey back to your chambers. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you've just got a drunk... Drunk Chauncey. Drunk Chauncey. Yeah. Who I'm going to tie up and put in the wardrobe. <laughs> Great! Okay. Um... <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Okay. I like, the, I like the idea that they're going to have this council vote, make a decision. An hour later, Chauncey's going to be found <laughs> tied up and like, well, we voted. Yeah, we did vote. It's in the fairness. Only I, don't know. I think it'll be fine. Doesn't one of you wizards have a memory wiping spell or something? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of you wizards. <laughs> I'm going to assume yes, that we do somewhere. Right. I think I could probably do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> hit him in the head until he forgets. <laughs> or turn him into an animal. It'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll tell him I'm him from the future. You know, we'll come up with something. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm sure it will be delightful. <laughs> uh, all right. Marilyn, do you want to go next or uh, shall I? Sure. Actually, no, no. You go, you go. You go. I'm still okay. wondering what to do. Okay. Um, right. Hammerfist is my council target. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Dob is a great believer in nominative determinism, and I think you don't get a name like Hammerfist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm kind of counting on Hammerfist, whoever Hammerfist is, being uh, a real uh, tough as nails. Uh, or his hands are just hammers. Or that. <laughs> also, if your hands are hammers, I think you're probably pretty tough. No, that would be hammer hand. If yeah. you had five hammers that were curled. Can I, can I, like, <laughs> no, no, he, no he's, he's tougher than nails if he's a hammer, because you true. have to be. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Otherwise, yeah. the nail would just go yeah. through the hammer. even tougher than nails. Yeah. I'm going to assume that hammer fist is like a proper, you know, a hard hard, hard case, yeah, hard case, and um, uh, and also probably pretty stubborn uh, and doesn't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm going with phony assassination. So. Um, <laughs> I'd like to sort of. What? I want to know where Hammerfist's rooms are. Basically. Okay, it's easy to identify Hammerfist's rooms because there is a lot of drunken singing coming from behind them. Oh right, like mm. proper like ale songs. Be like, in the mist, my we've got pints. We've got pints. Okay, cancel the plan. I just want to join this one. Lovely, lovely pints. So sounds like you've heard it. It's a good one. Hammerfist is carousing. Carousing with his men. 
Uh, Beat him right. in a drinking game and he'll Mail learn and his song and that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, you can absolutely go with Flower Assassination if you want. There's nothing to say that him get you know tying one on is doesn't yeah. necessarily no, no, I'm mean sure, you can't. I'm sure it'll be go fine. I just um, uh, it's a little more dangerous for me if there's so many other people there. But that's a problem for like that's one a problem minute's time. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, dog, dob. Yeah. I promise I know your character's name. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Dog the half dog part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So uh, I want to. Um, uh, it, does this does this room have a window? Um, does it kind of? I think is like it's no. I, I I think all of the um, all of the well, not even all of them. Some of the bedrooms will have little windows. Okay. Like sort of little holes cut to cut to the outside. Yeah. Because these are kind of like in turrets, you know. But the the central rooms are just. Like they're completely internal. Okay, okay. Uh, so I want to uh, open the door mm -hmm. subtly and try and sneak in uh, quietly without anyone noticing me. Okay, that's a deck stealth check. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Oh, we got pints, lovely pints. Oh, we got pints. That's a one. One of them falls back off his chair. Pints, pints, pints. Immediately chills. Yeah, 14. Okay. Yeah, fourteen. Um, all right. One of them has seen you, but I'm going to make a Constitution saving throw to see how drunk they are. Very. <laughs> they are battered, that, but they are looking yeah. right at you. There's a guy just being like... That, that's kind of fine, to be honest. So so I basically just want to move into this room kind of like like this. Kind Sexy? of with a... With a yeah, with a like, sort of like stealthy okay. uh, bearing. All right, this guy's raising it, raising it. I'd be like, another round, please. Another round, please. Uh, and you see the others are all like, pipes, 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 and pipes of lager. Uh, so when the drunken one sees me, I want to kind of uh, raise my eyebrows in alarm like this and uh, kind of shuffle off uh, to try and disappear into the crowd. I also want to cast my eyes around and try to see if I can see where um, Hammerfist is. Okay, they're all sat around a table. Oh, right, okay. So cool. There isn't really a crowd. It's, it's oh, only sure, like sure, sure. five people. Okay. Um, yeah. So Hammerfist will be sat at the head yeah, of Yeah, Hammerfist is like, is like, arms like tree trunks, massive, like silvery Fine. gray beard, yeah. like uh, bald, um, just like, like armor's practically like, like bursting off him. Brilliant. Um, okay. And he's just got an enormous like stein of beer. Yeah. He's like, park, park, park. Was Hammerfist <laughs> uh, human? Uh, or yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, these ones are all human. Okay, uh, so, right, in that case, if they're all sat down, uh, I want to uh, reach for a goblet and plate somewhere uh, and just put them on and kind of just walk over towards the one who spotted me uh, and just basically serve a goblet. Way. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, and then I want to keep... And then I want to keep moving around until I'm positioned behind Hammerfist. Yep. And then once I am behind Hammerfist, I want to... Um, <laughs> I want, there's a point in every Dob plan where I reach the end of the <laughs> Yes. Um, I want to, uh, I want to shout, for the great cause, and pull a dagger, and uh, basically go to stab Hammerfist in the neck, but like too, but too slowly. I want someone to catch me. Heavens. I want to be stopped. Will they catch Dob? We'll find out next time on the Dragons. <laughs> What a cliffhanger. Yeah. 
what a Dob plan. One of those great Dob plans that, that isn't explained to anyone and lives only inside the mind of Luke Westaway. Basically. Yeah, it's like a trust fall where Luke slash Dob allows the plan to just kind of roll <laughs> yeah. and trusts that Johnny or some circumstance will save him. I, I think the, the joy of Dob is that Dob works out the first three steps of a of a, a ten step plan and then yeah, just allows everything else to, to sort of happen after the fact without thinking too hard about it. It's great. I think it was very uh very devious of Johnny to end the episode there, but absolutely perfect. You'll have to well, you'll either have to wait until next week for the podcast or head over to the Oxventure channel on YouTube. It's right your now. choice. It's up to you. Yeah, exactly. I'll put the link to the video version of this episode hmm. in the show notes. So if you do fancy rewatching Seeing it all. There are some good facial expressions in this one. Yeah. Particularly from Luke and Ellen, who I could see out of the corner of my eye um, when we were dropping the Egbert law bomb. That the was, egg bomb. The, the egg bomb that was uh, that was revealed in this episode. Um, it was really, really gratifying to see Luke and Ellen freaking out, basically, in real time. Um, because really all this, all this stuff, all these secrets, all these Egbert secrets have have not been revealed to anyone really i haven't told i haven't told anyone no speak on that so uh, the thing about egbert is that we you know when johnny and i conceived the character um that sounds that sounds weird when uh, <laughs> <laughs> when uh johnny and i were working through the process of of uh creating the concept uh, yeah sure the concept for egbert um part of that was uh Johnny invited us to write a paragraph. I don't know if this is the same process because I joined slightly after. You know, I wasn't in the first um, Oxventure thing. So Egbert was was created after that spicy rat caper thing. But Johnny asked me to, you know, just put together a little bit of stuff about uh, like a paragraph or so about who Egbert is and, you know, what he, what he does. And I think I ended up writing about a page worth of like law stuff. And barring a few like small tweaks, that law is unchanged for like five years and i've been avoiding talking about it because i just thought it's partly because it's tied up with like egbert's central motivation right and i think probably i do need to have a bit of a think about what where egbert goes from here because those big revelations are so tied up with his his character and his like motivation um but yeah those those things were kept secret from the rest of the Oxventurers. No one's no one knows about them other than Johnny, or no one knew about them other than Johnny. And um, and as I say, they've not really been modified too much. There was some additional detail, and people have asked me how much of it was you know existed since the beginning, and the answer is almost all of it. Um, we fleshed out the Mistmire stuff a bit more um, when we were about to head out to Mistmire for the first time, which is like four years ago now right the first wow. time it's, it's the if you're looking for it on the um on the youtube channel i think the episode or even in the the podcast back catalog it's it's out of order part one and two i think are the are the episodes where we first went to Mistmire, and all the stuff with like the golden dragon and the kind of fact that this this dragon like is basically heating Mistmire, uh and is the sort of is the plumbing basically within Mistmire and kind of powers the citadel that was there years wow. and years and years ago and we never touched like i sort of i remember coming out of the out of order recording and i kind of feeling a little bit sad that we hadn't delved more into that but now i'm kind of glad because 
it's really nice to know it was all there. All that lore was there. That and dragon was literally beneath our feet. And we had no idea. Yeah. As we, we no were idea. stomping around in Mistmire four years ago. Mm. Mm. But what's been really fun with Legacy of Dragons as a season is that we, you know, we, we when we conceived this this sort of um season, there's a degree of collaboration. You know, obviously we I think as as players, we like to know as little as possible because then our reactions are genuine when when mm-hmm. things happen. So I think we're quite we're quite careful. We're not there sort of um, trying to get information out of Johnny, but there's a little bit of discussion ahead of each season about what kind of topics and generalised themes we want to cover. And we felt like this was a good time to address some of Egbert's backstory stuff. And I've been always really, really cautious about revealing anything about Egbert's backstory because I kind of wanted it to have... And this, this is maybe selfish but i kind of wanted it to have a bit of dramatic impact right and and that's tricky mm. when you're when it's a collaborative storytelling thing and you know it's not all within your control but i think with legacy of dragons we agreed that there would be some sort of egbert revelations and i don't think we'd even agreed that it would be everything and you won't have necessarily heard everything and yet there are there are more more revelations to come but um what i would say is that i'm really pleased with how it, it turned out and i feel like it had that dramatic impact that i had hoped for really with this stuff and the longer it went on the more i was worried that people would just sort of stop caring about what egbert's motivation was and that they and it adds like, more pressure on the actual reveal yeah like, absolutely this better have been worth the wait right exactly and i mean hopefully it was you know you the listeners will will know whether you found this episode satisfying or not but for me i was i was really pleased with you know my barometer in the room was was luke and ellen and 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 i could sort of see them out the corner of my eye and it, it felt like these were big you know, based on their reactions, it felt like these reveals were kind of landing in a satisfying way. And we've been trying to drip feed stuff, but not. I don't know when I say we've been it, when I say we've been trying to drip feed stuff, it makes it sound like Johnny and I have been conspiring to engineer this stuff. But actually, it's much more the two of us staring across at each other and not wanting to step on the other person's toes in a storytelling sense, right? So Johnny doesn't want to reveal too much information because they feel like it belongs to to Egbert. And I, I don't want to mess with the dramatic arc of the season and all that kind of stuff. But I think between us, in this sort of quite like delicate dance around the plot points, I think we actually, I think we actually managed to hit like a fairly, fairly exciting way for that stuff to be revealed. And I, I, hopefully there's enough meat to it that people feel like they've really gotten gotten something from Egbert's backstory now and and yeah i'm I'm really i'm I'm pleased with it i'm, I'm proud of it and, and johnny sent me a lovely message after after the fact just you know saying that was great and you know well done and i was congratulating them because i, I just feel like um it really i was concerned and there was it, it's been weighing heavy on my mind throughout this entire arc that i wanted this stuff to feel big and momentous and, and i didn't want to just kind of whiff the whiff the reveal right but i think we've just we just sort of seeded it and dropped it in between us almost without well without any communication just from reading each other's expressions across the table 100 it was very very deft and i think that kind of non-verbal interchange only comes from having played together for five years absolutely yeah there was a there was a bit in i think last week's episode and everyone was in character no one was being out of line but um they got egbert drunk Mm. to try and make him disclose yeah. His juicy secrets, which is very much in character, but it was very uh, respectful and also, you know, thoughtful in terms of the storytelling and, mm. and, you know, revelations to come that Johnny's like, 
I'm not going to roll for whether or not you have to disclose this yeah. secret, but I am going to roll for how drunk you get. It was really, it's really tricky, and that has that sort of thing has happened before, where like there's been sort of moments where it's like it could have been, you know, it could have been revealed, it could have, you know, it could have spilt the beans on that stuff. But and actually, when we when I did that roll for for whether Egg got, got drunk, part of me was like, well, you know, if I screw it up, maybe this is it, maybe this is maybe after five years, the reveal is that Egg gets drunk and tells everyone. <laughs> but I think. The, the the rule of like show don't tell is like uh i think applies even in a a format where you are basically telling a story i really wanted there to be a, a moment where you know you head down to the basement of mistmire and the doors open and and yeah. then the reveal occurs and and we got that yeah. i i feel with the rules of D, like in a way you know if if the story goes in a direction where you're like rolling and and if I'd rolled badly on that on that Egbert drinking thing, I probably would have probably would have said it or maybe revealed something. I like the way it went, and that show not tell really does apply, even though we're not literally showing anyone yeah. any of this stuff. It's like, tell me how you show me, not tell me how you tell me. Exactly, if, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So I yeah, and I I, I found it tricky because I don't want to dodge I don't want to dodge questions and stuff, and I want to be I don't be like a lot of times Egbert's had to be like I don't want to talk about it, and that. I recognise there's only so many times he can say I don't want to talk about it before people are like, well, you're just never going to tell me, are you? You just, you know, we're never going to find mm. out. So it's the conflict between the sort of the yes and improv, mm. and also staying true to the character who is, you know, not in a position where he, he wants to divulge exactly, stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And even just like little things, like in this episode, I really wanted Egbert to kind of touch the walls to see see what was going on there. Do you know what I mean? Like touching the walls of the Citadel to see if they were still warm. And you know what that might mean, um, but the other thing I, I wanted to talk about, which I, I, I don't know if it would be apparent, but like Egbert's not a very serious character and never has been a very serious character. And this is very serious. This is like the most serious role playing I've done as Egbert ever. Mm. But what was really weird about it was like it, in this episode, you go from the kind of like big revelations and the big serious weighty storytelling stuff, and I genuinely had a moment after that where I was like, how am I going to like switch back into being? silly Egbert right like because it is a like it's kind of a mental shift right there are two totally different role-playing things going on there where one is like you're trying to you're trying to provide like gravitas and a momentous story moment but then Egbert's like an idiot who like falls over all the time and 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 stuff like that so it was a real treat then that we had the later in this episode <laughs> where he goes to meet Drysdale and there was a perfect opportunity because there was some dinner for Egbert to just eat everything and be back to his normal self and i'm i'm really glad it wasn't like i don't want egbert to be like serious throughout this entire thing because that's not who he is but obviously he has some very serious moments of reckoning with with his past in this arc and there's more to come there actually. is more to come yeah you haven't heard the whole, the whole story yet was it always the plan to, to kind of spread it out over two episodes probably no, not right not at that's all. more of johnny's call to, to be honest it, it's it was all just about like trying to drip feed things in a satisfying way right like you don't want to just spill the whole thing and it's really tricky. You know, like I have great respect for sort of TV writers who are able to plan an entire story arc and know exactly when their story beats are going to be. But, you know, obviously D&D is a bit more freeform. And if you're trying to, if you're just trying to create great storytelling, what you're, what you're comparing yourself always to is great storytelling on TV and in film and things like that, where everything's so controlled and everything's so, you know, down to the very moment. We were just trying to do our best to emulate that kind of level of storytelling within a, a D&D thing and it's it's tricky but the way it, way it panned out was 
I was able to reveal most of the stuff in this episode and then there was still room for uh, some more detail and some more revelations in in the next one so um, I'm really excited to hear what people think about it and and yeah it's um it is a bit of a weight off my mind as well. Like this arc has been a lot of like me in my own head worrying about like when do I reveal stuff? And you know, we've been we've been building up the the kind of the, the storyline of this arc for six episodes before this one. And there were multiple opportunities where I could have revealed something or not revealed something and it's been a, a really tricky balance, but at least we had the once it became clear we were going to Mistmire, I was like, well, the revelations kind of have to happen here, right? This is going to be the place where like stuff is you know the big the big story stuff comes out so um mm, mm. yeah yeah well you're gonna free wheel through the next season then oh yeah i'll be gonna yeah. kick back and <laughs> Egbert goes to sleep <laughs> for six months basically yeah. um, goes into hibernation yeah no it's 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 genuinely a bit of a relief but only because i only because i care a lot about this character having played him for five years like i i just want to do him justice and hopefully hopefully we we did him justice awesome well, I hope everyone's looking forward to the premiere of episode eight, mm. Ballot Time, over on youtube.com slash Oxventure. Find out what happens to Dob. Find out what happens to Dob in his, um, I guess we can call it a plan, if that's not too generous. <laughs> I think it's a little generous, yeah. It is quite generous. And further Egbert disclosures and mm. revelations to, to come. come. So we will catch you for more of that, either on YouTube or here on the podcast. Thanks for listening. And uh, welcome to December, everybody. Yes. It is the very final month of this year. Also, Legacy of Dragons merch. Oh, gosh. Right now. Well remembered. Yeah, right now, Mike says with a question mark. No, I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty sure at the time of listening, by the time this podcast can be in your ears, mm. there will be sweet new exclusive Legacy of Dragons merch on the store that's store.outsidexbox.com or if you prefer store.outsidextra.com there's a link in the show notes of this episode and yeah i was wearing the new legacy of dragons hoodie all yesterday it looks it kept comfy. Me very cozy one mm. have you not have you not got one i've got one i haven't tried it on yet oh you haven't tried it on yet well you should it try it on quite late yesterday so. it's extremely cozy and it kept me warm all through yesterday it's got oxventure legacy of dragons across the front it's got the incredible artwork of Colin Croker on the back with the kind of the, the key image, the hero art for this season, which, which you may have seen. I adore because Egbert looks so worried and he like so concerned. That's the yeah. that's the vibe. That's the vibe of yeah. that's Egbert's vibe throughout this entire thing, is he's very, very worried. So uh yeah, check out store.outsidexbox.com for the Legacy of Dragons shirt and cozy cozy hoodie i think it's the first hoodie we've ever done somehow which so. is wild given that that's all i wear all the time yeah hoodies. so if you've been so. holding on for a hoodie then uh, get involved um <laughs> to, it is extremely warm and comfy to the tune of holding out for a hero yeah <laughs> <laughs> dang is it too late to license that for the merch marketing it probably maybe, is. maybe. anyway Please enjoy. Uh, welcome to December. If mm. you're, I don't know, doing an advent calendar, you should be like two chocolates in by now. So, oh, yeah. uh, good oh, times. Yeah. I don't, I don't have one this year. No, I, I what have I, yeah, what have I done wrong that I don't have an advent calendar this what year? What are you doing with your life? Okay, cool. Thanks for joining, and we will catch you next time on the Oxventure D and D podcast. Bye. <laughs>
Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. Those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you.